Hey everyone, this is MJ, and I am the creator and host of the Change My Life podcast. We talk about achieving positive change through inspirational messages and spiritual education. And today, I want to encourage all of you to do absolutely nothing. I know you're thinking like, what? I don't have time for that. You must certainly do. And I'm going to talk about that and more in today's episode. So please stay tuned. When you call someone on the phone and ask them, hey, what are you doing? Sometimes they will say, hmm, nothing. When a person says that, it's rare to see them just sitting there staring at a blank wall. When we say nothing, that is equivalent to not working. So they may be just laying down watching TV or reading a book or scrolling through their phone. So they are not doing completely nothing. They're just not working. We as human beings are created in the image of our Heavenly Father and in His likeness. And He is a worker. He is always working. The entire universe was made by Him and is being controlled by Him. But even He set aside a day to do nothing, to rest from working. If our Heavenly Father, who has all power in heaven and in earth, gave himself a day to rest, it's okay for us to do it too. It's actually commanded for us to do it. Exodus 20 and 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The thing is, we need to know when it's good to do nothing and when it is a bad thing to do nothing. The word of God talks about both. So let's talk about the bad first. James chapter 2 verses 17 and 26. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. And verse 26 says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Noah is one of my favorite people in the Bible. He gets much respect. Because he showed great faith. God instructed him to build an ark because God was sending a flood to the earth. If Noah had not obeyed and moved in faith by building this ark, he and his family would have died. But his faith saved his life. And there are many others in the Bible that moved in faith. They didn't sit around and wait They worked towards something, and in doing that, they received victory and safety. But there's another story in the Bible where God told Abraham that he was going to do something. He was going to bless him and his wife with a son, but his wife, Sarai, got in the way. Genesis 16, verses 1 through 4. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children, And she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold, now the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. 
And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. See what can happen when we get in the Lord's way. We can cause turmoil, drama, distress upon our own lives. We have to remember the Lord's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Instead of waiting on the Lord, we try to help him and rush him into fulfilling the promise. But you have to understand that you don't know the future and the Lord knows you better than you know yourself. He knows what you can handle, what's best for you, and what timing is perfect for you. So in those instances, you really have to use faith and trust the Lord's timing for your life. So let me clarify. When God tells you he is about to do something or it's something completely out of your control, then you need to get out of the way. In other words, do nothing. Just trust and believe that he will do what he said and that he will work it out for you. But if it's an assignment he gives you, maybe it's a ministry, a business idea, a book, something of that nature, then you still need faith, but then get to work. Give it all you have. Because if the Lord's hand is on it, it will be blessed. I know sometimes doing nothing is really hard. Our thoughts are all over the place and we're thinking about how we can work it out. But Philippians 4 and 6 says this, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. In other words, Don't worry about anything, but give the Lord your needs and let him handle it. And I have good news. You don't have to do anything to receive the Lord's love. That's right. Nothing. He loves you just as you are. You don't have to work to look a certain way or act a certain way. He loves you for you. He made you, and he's very proud of what he made. He adores what he made. I'm encouraging you to first really believe that, then receive it, then embrace it, and surrender to it. You would be surprised, but there are a lot of people who think they have to work for the Lord's love. Yeah, I'll come to church one day. I I need to work on some things first. Have you heard that before? I have. They want to get things right and then they'll come to church. It's unfortunate, but many people think that the Lord will love them once they get right. And that's not the truth. Now, of course, he wants you to come out of sin. But let me tell you, once you truly surrender to the Lord's love and you submerge yourself in the depths of it, you really won't want to go back to your old life. It would be like being treated like royalty, and then going back to an abusive relationship. No one in their right mind would want to do that. God's love is something that is ready and waiting for you. I heard a beautiful word, a prophecy, 
Some years ago in a church service I was in, and I never forgot it, the Lord spoke through this pastor and said, I am the drill that will break through the hardened ground. Sit before me, present your heart, and I will drill. I will break through the deep and hard places, and I will unleash the springs that will well up that will bring life to all the dead places. I am the drill and I am the water. Just come and sit before me. I will heal. I will make well. I will raise to life. My words are life. You don't need to work. You don't need to toil. You don't need to bring anything except your heart. I will make new. Did you hear that? I mean, did you really listen to that? Who is doing the work? The Lord is. All you have to do is present your heart. Some of us, we come to church and we bring our problems to the altar, our situations. And then when that portion of the service is over, we pick it right back up and we take it home with us. Well, That's a time where you are required to do nothing. Just take it to the altar and leave it there. Some of you are waiting on promises from God. So what do you do? I'm telling you, nothing. God makes it so simple for us. We make it hard. God doesn't need our help. And most times when we try to help him, we end up making things worse. So please take your hands off. It can't be that easy, can it? We live in a world where we have to work for everything. But the Lord is saying, when it comes to what I want to do in your life, what I promise, what I already spoke concerning you, you don't have to do anything. You can't rush the perfect timing of the Lord and you can't rush his work. In due time, he will instruct you. He will guide you and he will tell you what to do. He wants to see you win. He will never set you up for failure. So until you hear from him, just rest. The only thing I suggest you work on is building your faith, your prayer and fasting life, and let the Lord do the rest. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not already, please subscribe because there'll be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And I'm also inviting you to check out our website, which is changemylifepodcast.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Wow. Who knew doing nothing would change my life? <laughs>